Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's happiest podcast network. Hey everyone, Jackson here. Before we begin today's episode, did you know we're running another art competition over on Twitter and Instagram? We have four physical copies of the Wardlings campaign setting, 2B1, as well as yearly subscriptions to Sans Pants Plus, where you can get a heap of uh, bonus D&D campaigns and a bunch more. To enter, what we want is your best art inspired by D&D is for nerds. That's any campaign, any NPC, any character, even any setting, we don't care. We want you to tag your creation with hashtag D&D. D&D Nerds Art. That's hashtag D&D N-E-R-D-S-A-R-T. And then we'll find them. Or for those that want to avoid social media, you can always email us at sanspantsradio at gmail.com. Entries close September 30th, and the winners will be announced October 9th. Also, our most handsomest member, Handsome Tom, went and adapted one of our early campaigns, The Audicus, where I play a griffin-hungry sky maniac, into a novel, which is available to purchase on our merch store on our website, sanspantsradio.com. You can order a physical copy, you can grab the ebook, you can get both in a bundle, it's incredible. Stocks are limited though, so get in before they're sold out. Once again, just head to our merch store on our website, sanspantsradio.com. Bada bing, bada boom. Enjoy the episode, you d- cowboy. Once, many years ago, when the sun still shone brightly, there lived a brave and cunning adventurer named Sir Jordan Grace. Having just saved the town of Ampwick from the great and terrible necro wizard, he decided to celebrate with his good friends and companions. But, unbeknownst to him, something terrible was awakening deep beneath the earth, and his time in Ampwick was far from over. Welcome to Episode 1 of Fall from Grace, Part 2, The City. Previously... You, you do a pretty good job of keeping ahead of it. Mm-hmm. You actually maybe even need to slow yourself down so that it can keep up and it won't lose you. Yeah. Come back, food. <laughs> it collapses backwards into the pit. Oh, thank God. Due to the fire damage, the fall damage, and the spike damage, the ogre is immediately and outright killed. <sighs> I, I stand up or, you know, get back into a normal position. Well done. Well done, everyone. In the middle of a, a copse of trees, a copse of dead, gnarled trees, you can see a thatched building. It looks like a hovel more than anything else. Her mouth is open in silent scream, uh-huh. but she has no air to make any sound. Mally's tongue explodes. Oh, no. Mally's eyes pop, pop, pop out of her head. Oh, my God. Mally's chest is crushed completely. Then I would like to, like, leap off the anise hag, back up, load it into my bow, and fire it at her. I'll allow it. Cool. Everyone kind of in town knew this was do or die. Mm-hmm. So when you return, there's actually quite a lot of people out of their houses and waiting for you. Mm-hmm. There's a tremendous cheering. It's awful what happened to Mally. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. But I'm not going to pretend like... I'm, I'm not... I'm nev- I would never have considered myself someone who would lie to themselves. No. And I would be lying if I said that it wasn't exhilarating. You would have to be, yeah, the the world's greatest liar to say that in a way it doesn't feel good. So, Grace, you find yourself sitting at a table, laughing and drinking with your three (laughs) companions. Uh. You're in the Axe of Lightning, 
a fanciful commoner's inn built within what was once an aristocrat's manor. It's a oh, fancy-looking place. That's great. It's been converted, though, quite handily. Oh, that's handily. so good. So, sitting around you are... Sorry, let me start with you. Please. You are Sir Grace the Chivalrous. Oh. Veteran of the Mondale Madhouse and saviour of Shaybrook. Oh, Adam. Sitting to your side, immediately to your left, is Thudu the Bold, also veteran of the Mondale Madhouse and friend to the poor. Across the table from you is Zin Walin, a powerful arcane wizard, honoured among elves, slayer of orcs, and the only and last known seeker of Orm. Then, to your right, is a giant mountain of a man so richard the owl bear armed where <laughs> <laughs> hell yes knight of the realm in great esteem he who slew the vile dragon Torkelson. well you are collectively known by many different names some know you as the mage bane some know you as grace's companions <laughs> <laughs> And Fuck. some know you as the light of the king. Mm. Mm. You are here in Ampwick. After a few days ago, you as a group slew the vile necro wizard Waiter Norton. <laughs> you fought alongside the defenders of Green Iron, an order dedicated to protecting the Ironwood Forest. You are in what was once known as the realm of Blue Beach, a semi-autonomous state underneath candle okay. although recently it is celebrating its proper union with the nation of oh Kandor. great wonderful you are for the first time ever or you are among the first ever knights here in blue beach and people are treating you like royal i was gonna say i assume all of the alcohol and food has been complimentary oh yes and you, we have partaken greatly you are drinking heavily specifically within blue beach like i said you are in the city of ampwick mm-hmm. which is maybe blue beach's second largest city cool it's home to about just shy of ten thousand people so it's quite large cool it's bustling bit of a metropolis There's different sections and quarters to the city. The city is divided into three major sections. The first section is the surrounding woodlands Mm -hmm. and farms around there. Then there's the first inner ring of the city, which is where most of the markets and the majority of the people live. And then finally, there's kind of the city center where the, the nicest of people get to, to stay. Yeah, such. great, great. Is that where we are? No, you would be in an area called the Armourer's Village. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of in the south uh, southeast-ish of the city. Cool. You're enjoying, like I said, drink mm-hmm. and food, compliments of the house. Yeah. You are heroes, celebrated heroes right now. The necro wizard Norton was threatening this town and many other smaller settlements in the area with his army of the dead. Hell yeah. Thanks uh, to you, he has been slain. And are, the people here are justifiably grateful. Are there any, like, kids around? Uh, like, is it the kind of... Th- I would like to bend down and offer my spear for some kids to play with and <laughs> see. You think... The Axe of Lightning has never been busier. <laughs> there is, it is packed shoulder to shoulder and everyone wants to meet you. Right. You can absolutely offer your spear. Yeah, I'd like to just like uh, get down on one knee in front of some kids and be like, see this spear? This spear has a name. Can you guess its name? They Maybe one of the children, a, a young dwarf, traces his finger along an elaborate curling script saying the word cinder and he mouths the word out. Cinder. Do you know why it's named Cinder? The dwarf child shakes his head. Well, I am Jordan Grace, Sir Jordan Grace of House Grace. Mm. And my ancestor also went by the name of Cinder. Cinder Grace. I would like to be telling the story in a way where I'm hoping people will surround me to listen in. Oh, people absolutely are. <laughs> you can hear, though, Thudu the Bold set her tankard down in front of her, and you can almost hear her rolling her eyes. <laughs> She's heard this tale a great many times. Now, she wasn't nobility when it all began. She was just a simple peasant woman in a, in a town besieged by a foreign enemy. But she knew something had to be done. She, like everybody from House Grace, we just don't take it lying down. So she did what she had to do, and she 
she called upon a fairy, a, a, a very wise and powerful fairy. And the fairy, because Cinder Grace at the time, she was just a simple peasant woman. There was no way she could get into the castle without looking like nobility. So the fairy granted her her wish and gave her a beautiful gown, a beautiful dress, and beautiful glass slippers. All right. Have I, have I inspired the people enough that there is silence in the tavern? You tell the story. The the story itself is maybe like very. It's very elaborate. Mm. So the people here are struggling to kind of follow the. That's fair. Follow the looks, <laughs> but you are a powerful enough figure. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give you advantage on this check. The people here love you. The story itself. Oh, sorry, the person telling the story mm. is so engaging to these people that they are enthralled. A hush falls over the tavern. Once she made her way into the castle. Her glass slippers on her feet, her beautiful gown and her dress. She entered the ball that was being held. She walked her way right up to the, the leader of this foreign army, and she introduced herself. My name is Cinder Grace, she said. Oh, what a beautiful woman, said the leader of this foreign army. And so the two danced, and they danced and they danced and they danced until midnight fell upon them, and they had been dancing the whole night through. It was at that moment, and nothing makes me prouder, that Cinder Grace brought her glass slipper off her foot, smashed it into the floor, and used the glass of it to slit the throat of the foreign general. At that moment, well, without the general, the the rest of the army fled. The people issued hushed gasps. (laughs) And slowly, but surely, Grace and people like her and her eventual family came to take over the town. And that is why, and I'd like to reach into my coat and pull out my, at this point, well-worn journal of adventures with a glass slipper on the front. That is why the slipper is the sigil for House Grace. Thank you. Thank you. There's cries for another story. Uh, people people are, are hollering out for it. And maybe you're like, the tale took a bit out. Of yeah, it. yeah. So as you sit back down... You see, or you don't see, you feel Sir Richard Ware push past you and say, I've got a tale to tell. Everybody, Ware's got a tale to tell. Let, he, he'll entertain you for a moment. People laugh and cry and cheer as he tells the tale of how he tore Torkelson's head to clean <laughs> off its neck, clean off the black dragon's neck. Get a good boy card. Woo! Uh, have I? I'm assuming I've heard this story from uh, oh, yeah, this where is, before. This is his equivalent of your <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah, sure. He's told this story literally to anyone who will listen. Yeah. While you're sitting there, you can tell that Zin Willin is engrossed in her book. She. This is very typical mm. of her. She's a sage through and through. She is very, very studious and is pretty much always reading something new. Mm. Whenever someone approaches her, though, she will always politely engage them in conversation. Although a lot of people feel like she feel as if she is uh, almost unapproachable. So very okay. few people do talk to her. Thudu is also being loud and rowdy, but Good. is not... It's, her loud and rowdiness is more drunken yeah, yeah, than boastful. Zen, if you you know you don't have to be here. If you want to go upstairs somewhere out of the noise, that'd totally be understandable. Zin Willen peers at you over her spectacles and says, "No, I prefer the noise." Well, all right then. I'd like to cheers if she's got a glass, she even a, anywhere. A fine tapered <laughs> glass of elf cheers, wine, which you demolish. <laughs> oh, Zen, I'm sorry. The, I've had a bit to drink. The elven wine spills over her book and. Now she does look a little Oh, I'm so sorry, Zen. I'm sorry, I was just getting caught up in the revelry. Perhaps I shall go to the to the to to retire to bed. She closes the book, gets up and leaves. I'd like to nudge Thudu. Do you see what I just accidentally did? Thudu is trying not to laugh, but nods. Oh man. The second she's out of earshot, or the second Sir Richard Ware thinks she's (laughs) out of earshot, he loudly he loudly boasts, Ah, she's like that. <laughs> I don't even know what that. Yeah, all right, yeah. all right. Where sure, for sure. All right. So you have a night of drunken revelry with these Fantastic. people. Fantastic. They listen to maybe a great deal many stories mm-hmm. of your exploits about 
And eventually you notice that the night gets very late and people begin to taper off and mm-hmm. taper off and taper off until it's maybe just like the really dedicated and the regulars. Are there, is there like a, like a roaring fireplace? Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to retire to that with a, a cigars or thing. <laughs> uh, you can have a pipe. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'll retire to the fireplace with a pipe and puff on it and maybe like a small glass of brandy or something. I would say... So Richard is probably still chatting mm. and speaking loudly. He literally will not... If you let him talk, he will tell the story of killing that dragon <laughs> again and again and again. He I, has other stories, but that's definitely his favourite. I imagine that both the dragon story, the founding of House Grace, and the story about killing the Necro Wizard have happened like five times oh, yeah. throughout the night. So Richard Ware seems to be trying out that story of killing the Necro Wizard, <laughs> yeah. seeing as if he... As He's if feeling maybe, it out. Yes, does he have a new favourite story? <laughs> yeah. uh, Thudu is sitting with you. She's the fireplace has like a big metal flue over it that because it's an open it's it's not up against the wall it's kind of oh, in the okay. middle of things sure so it's got a big open flue to catch all of the smoke she's leaning up against that and has like a, a, a one of her gauntleted hands on it she doesn't seem too troubled by the heat but the fire seems to be it's kind of like mostly coal and embers at this point how long do you reckon we'll be staying here I say to her. Thudu turns around and she says, mm, I'm not sure. I I would say at least a couple days. Yeah. We're, we're not needed anywhere specifically anytime soon. Might be nice to explore the place without, you know, the, the necro wizard breathing down our necks. <laughs> of course, of course. Get to it'd properly nice. have a look around, yeah. Yes, it'd be nice to, to enjoy a city without having to worry about a vampire. She <laughs> <wins>. <laughs> that would be... That'd be something else. I don't think we'll ever be that lucky, Thudo. <laughs> oh, man. I continue to puff my pipe. Uh, eventually, the night becomes too late even for you, mm. and everyone begins to retire. Even even where, at this point, has reached the <laughs> end of his, his table. He gets up, you bid goodnight to everyone, and then you each retire to your individual rooms. Fantastic. No matter where you go... All four of you must have individual rooms. (laughs) That's the rule. It makes things, it just greases the wheels. Yeah, look, absolutely. Like like any adventuring party, we've learned to know each other and know each other's boundaries. And I also imagine that no matter how individual the room, really no matter where we're sleeping, we can hear the what I have to assume are horrendous snores oh. of Sir Richard Ware. Sir Richard Ware snores like a... like <laughs> The snores of Sir Richard Ware echo like a stuck pig throughout <laughs> any building he, li- he is in. It's, yeah, it's... Incred- he snores so loudly that you feel like it would like lift the Duna cover off the bed <laughs> and back onto him. Okay. In the night, mm-hmm. you actually no, not in the night. It would be just before dawn. You hear you are awoken by screaming. Ugh. I'd like to roll out of bed and grab my spear in my hand, grab Cinder and your room is ready empty. myself. You can hear the screaming somewhere. You notice it's coming from out your open window. I like Open the window and in one fluid motion, like I'd like to get like a leg up. Like if I got to leap out of this window, I will. Uh, you, when you duck out, you mm. see through like almost <laughs> uh, like a cartoon. Yeah. All four of you duck your heads out of your respective windows at the same time. You see a woman, uh, a scullery maid, maybe yeah. has dropped her in the alleyway below. Has dropped her bucket and is screaming, looking at a corpse right in front of her. She turns around and sprints out of the alleyway. Give everybody a look, don't say anything, but I assume we all head down there to the corpse. Who looks at you, Sir, uh, Sir Grace, and mouths, vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I like people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all of you head downstairs. Yeah. The bartender is comforting the scullery maid. She seems very distraught. Uh, all right, um... Uh, Zin, Zin, that's her name? Zin Dwilin. Yeah. Zin Dwilin, you go have a look at the corpse. Zin Dwilin nods and uh, exits out the front door. Richard, uh, if you want to chat to the scullery maid. <laughs> no, mm, he winks. <laughs> no, he winks no. at you. <laughs> okay, I, I rubbed my brow, whatever, that's fine. Um, me and Thudu will search the surrounding areas. Okay, so you and Thudu search... Uh, so Grace, what is your investigation? Great Plus question. three, that's yeah. all right. So searching around, you and Thudu can work out together mm. that 
there the the so the alleyway first off the alleyway that the corpse is in and you mm. see you see Zinwalin kneeling over the corpse inspecting it yeah you can see that the alleyway is obviously leads to a storage shed okay. which atta- is not really attached but is part of the tavern yeah sure and you can see that the corpse was going in between the storage shed and the tavern the corpse has a a sack which maybe you open mm. and inside the sack you find loaves of bread fish, basically food. Yeah, okay. You keep looking around. You see footprints on the ground in the mud. In the mud, you see two sets of footprints, one of the victim, one of a mystery person Mm. who approaches from behind and then turns around and walks away. You can try to follow those if you want. You also spot Mm. a lot of small tracks. Oh, a lot of really small tracks, which you do identify as rat prints. Huh. There's lots, lots more than would be really appropriate. There's a lot of rat prints here. And other than that, you don't find any other like leads specifically. Uh, I'll flip my journal open to what I assume are like the few remaining pages. Mm, yeah. And I will start to draw like a little map of the area. Mm-hmm. And then I'll try to put the footprints in and I'll just I'll just jot down all of the information that I have here, and then I'll go to, to Zin. Uh, do we know a cause of death? Zin looks up at you. We're talking magic, just a regular dagger, blade. She shakes her head. Yeah, she shakes her head and gestures at the corpse. There isn't much corpse left to tell what happened. And uh, you see, sure enough, there yeah. is not a lot of corpse left to tell what happened. It looks like a beast fell upon this what person the hell? their neck is torn asunder on two sides as if gills were grabbed and opened gosh there's massive gashes on both sides the person's head has been completely crumpled inwards Gods. so that their features are basically indistinguishable you can also see that there are some claw marks about the body, two on either side where the hips are and you can see some particles of frost there Mm. I'd like to look to Thudu and be like, not vampires then. Thudu shakes her head. <sighs> not any that I've seen. Zinwalin. Zinwalin shakes her head slowly. Not necessarily. Yeah? It is possible that a, a lesser type of vampire could have attacked. A other, less coherent, more monstrous types of vampires do exist, such as vampire spawn. Oh. Vampires that are created by a, a powerful one to serve it and for no other purpose. When they attack, it is more vicious. Okay. I'd like to flip open my journal, write Vampire Spawn, give it a circle. Do you think that's what did this? Mm, I couldn't say. Mm. I couldn't even tell you what killed the poor man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll go inside and see what um, old, old Dickie's got to say, see if he's... <laughs> As you're walking away, Thudu... Maybe Thudu and Zinwalin mm. are standing there near the corpse. As you're walking away, you hear Thudu say to Zinwalin... Well, we can make a pretty educated guess as to what <laughs> killed him. <laughs> Thudu rolls. <laughs> I'd like to go in and kind of like regretting my distribution of people. <laughs> like, <laughs> just check to see what what old uh, Dickie Ware, how he's, how he's dealing with this. Oh, God. All right. As you walk in, the scullery maid pushes past you, her head in her hands, sobbing heavily. And you hear Richard Ware, or Richard Ware's looking at the bartender, and he, sa- he with a shrug, he says, I don't really understand. <laughs> I'd like to sh- why was why why? And I'd like to shake my head and like try to put my arm around the scullery maid and take her somewhere privately. Ma'am, I'm so sorry. Richard, he's a... Uh... She's... She's absolutely, she's just sobbing heavily. Mm. She doesn't really, if you try to touch her, she no, oh, All right, away. I'll take my hands off. Ma'am, I look. just would like home. I can walk home. you home if you'd like. She looks at the bartender. The bartender nods, of course. Please mm. take her home. Yeah. I'm going to walk, um, what was your name, ma'am? My name, my name is Helga. Uh, I'm going to walk Helga home. You all, I, I, I don't know, cl- clean up here. Uh, see if you can find anything we've missed. Oh, I'm sorry. There is an extra set of footprints that you found at the scene. Okay. There's a, a third set of footprints that are heading to the storeroom and then back. And they, they actually, you detect them as, sorry, you would immediately know them mm. as the scullery maids. Okay. 
They go past the corpse to the storeroom and then come back. Okay, so she encountered the, the corpse on the way back. Does Because the corpse was coming basically in that direction as well, yeah? Yeah. Is, are they walking together at any point? It doesn't look like it, no. Okay. Hmm. Um. Well, yeah, uh, search, see if there's anything we missed. Maybe I'll ask the bartender, maybe I'll say this to Thudu and Zin as I, like we walk past them. Maybe ask the bartender if, I don't know, seen anything similar recently, something okay. like that. Could be could be something, I, I don't know. Could be something we missed. I'm going to walk this lady home. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start walking to her and I'll just like, when I feel like she's calmed down and feeling safer, I'll start talking to her. So did you, Um, and I'm so sorry to bring this up, but did you see... What happened, or did you just come across the body? She shakes her head, but doesn't say anything. Okay, so you just came across the body. Did you hear anything? She shakes her head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you know the person? Um, I mean, she- I, I, it's a big city, I know, but I just think I'll, I thought I'd ask. She seems hesitant. She doesn't say yes or no. You can just see that she's like kind of staring forwards but down. Yeah. And then she like kind of in between sobs again. She's not crying. She's not like really loudly yeah, crying. Yeah. She's just sobbing quietly. Sure. She she says, I don't, I don't know. You don't know if you knew him? No. Okay. Well, as in, and look, I'm sorry to press, but as in maybe you've met him before or you're just, you're, you know, maybe not feeling up to answering the question. I, 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 I couldn't tell. Okay. Well, hey, that's fair. He was in pretty bad shape. Um great thing to say <laughs> yeah look well uh all right then uh just know if i don't ask the right questions i'll get roasted when i get back to the tavern <laughs> <laughs> do you live around here it's pretty late for you to be out and about isn't it i i work the night shift at the at the at the tavern oh okay for sure i i live just a block away mm. sure enough you're you she gestures yeah. and she's nearly home okay well uh thanks for your help um helga if we have any more questions, I'll definitely come back and ask if that'll be okay. Yes. Yeah, maybe, you know, get a good night's sleep and, uh, yeah, see see if you can, I don't know. If you remember anything else, please let me know. Okay. Good night. Good night, she says. And then she closes the door. Cool. You walk back. By the time that you get back to the tavern, the sun is properly risen and it's very early morning. Mm. You feel hungover yeah. and in a sorry Ooh. state. I'm going to say you have a level of exhaustion. Yeah, that's fair. Disadvantage on ability checks. You find anything else out? I say when I get there, rubbing my forehead. When you get back, you see that Thudu and Zinwalin mm. are standing kind of like at the entrance to the to the side alley yeah. and are having kind of a hushed conversation. When you walk past them, Zinwalin looks at you and says, "I unless I unless I I'm reading the tracks wrong. Yeah. Do interjects. She very well could be. Yeah. Okay. All right. Zimbalin yeah. says, it looks like she walked around the corpse. That is strange. She said she might know him, but she wasn't sure. Um, that's very strange. I asked her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I, when I was speaking to her, actually, I said, you know, did you see it happen? She said, no, she just saw the body, uh, the sack full of food. Was that dropped by him? Yeah, it was presumably he was carrying it. Okay. Uh, is the bartender still with us? Yep, you walk back in and yeah. Ware is chatting with the bartender. Do you know the fella outside? Have if, if you got a person delivering food or anything? The bartender nods. Yeah, I have another bar hand. Erp. Erp? E-A-R-P. Okay. Erp. Erp. Who's not around. So I did send him out for food a little while ago. Looks like it's Erp. Does Erp have any family? Yes. Yes, he does. He has a, a sister, I think, okay. somewhere. Um, I'm not exactly sure where. That's okay. Says, uh, somewhere in the somewhere in the Tome District. Somewhere in the Tome District. Tome District is just kind of directly north. Okay. I guess a better question, actually. I probably should have asked this first. Does he have any enemies? Erp is a... Well, he's a bit of a simpleton, okay. to be honest. No enemies. Yeah, simpletons can have enemies. Simpletons are annoying, I say. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Although I've not known him really to talk much to anyone. Okay. And the scullery maid, you would vouch for a character? Uh, well, I mean, you, I mean, you, you, she, she's never done anything onto. No, to you. she seems nice sort. She's young, very mm. young. Mm. Okay. What what happened to him? I've not <laughs> been out. Uh, well, it's c- kind of hard to say. It seems like he was attacked by something. Look down at my notebook that just has rats written in it. 
<laughs> Although at this stage we're not sure what. Um, is it? Yeah. Is it connected to the to the wizard? You no. Know, he gestures to his neck. Wait, what? <laughs> well, this isn't the first early morning murder. Well, I'd like to pull up a stool. You're going to have to tell me what that's about. Well, most of this is a lot of hearsay. Sure. You'd want to talk to Lady Anel. Yeah, sure. Lady You know Anel. Lady Anel. So this town is ruled by two factions, which mm-hmm. is kind of like... It's like the two worlds, Blue Beach and Candor, coming together. Okay. It's ruled by a noble aristocrat, Lady Anel, who was appointed yep. by the king. But it's also... It still has a council of elders from when it was part of Blue Beach. Okay. And they form kind of like a... Lady Anel basically will enact laws and acts as like a president sort of of the town. And then the town council act as like a check. Oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. So technically there are two votes on any issue. Yeah. It's that one is Lady Anel's and one is the council's. Yeah, cool, cool. Sort of like the queen a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But more like I'm assuming that the council can stop her, whereas I feel like that's just not going to happen. Yeah. 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 Anyway, cool. All right. Um. What's... If you speak with Lady Anel, I think she'll, well, she should know more about it. You might want to speak to, I don't know, I guess some member of the guard or something like that. But mm. this is, there have been a few murders. I think tr- strangulations. Strangulations. Pretty brutal stuff, I've heard. Okay. Uh, a lot of my patrons like to get drunk in here and talk about it. Yeah, talk, talk shit. Yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, I mostly the murders, though, have been around... The Fae Castle Farthing and the Tome District, which you know is two parts in the northeast of this town. Well, uh, you said that um, uh, Earp had family in the Tome Distri- District, yeah? Yeah, yeah, sh- uh, he does. That's interesting. Okay, well, thanks so much. Um, just give me a sec to confer with the rest of the team. Yeah, I'd like to go uh, maybe collect the three of them together. Mm-hmm. Be like, well, I don't know about you guys, but I don't really think we're done here. You know. I don't think we're going home anytime soon. Thudu nods. Thudu gives like a resignated nod. And Sir Sir Ware says, well, of course not. We've got to do this, don't we? There is adventure to be had, Dickie. Tell you what, anything that keeps me away from the home castle. (laughs) He thuds you in the shoulder. You know he's a newlywed. (laughs) I give an awkward laugh. (laughs) Yeah. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. So, Dandies for Nerds is good, but did you know that we produce at least eight other podcasts? Perhaps you like Jackson and Zamet, but wish that instead of playing D&D, they were yelling at each other about pop culture and just generally being rude to each other in a public setting. Well, if this sounds like you, then why not head to sanspantsradio.com and search for Plumbing the Death Star, our pop culture comedy podcast that's far better than it has any right to be. Okay, well, uh, the bartender said that it might be worthwhile, like, I relay everything. 
Mm. Yeah. Well, he said that Earp, that's the name of the deceased, mm. Earp's got a sister in the Tome District. We got a couple of leads, but mm. I'd like to like rub my forehead. Who else is terribly hungover? Everyone like looks around and nods. I think we can afford ourselves like another six hours sleep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that sounds yeah. good. That yeah. sounds good. We'll all head back in and have a nap. All right. <laughs> have That's a nap. such an awkward thing to walk past the bartender. Sorry. We're very tired. We woke up in the middle of the night to look at a murder. Sorry, dude. All right. At the end of your little kip, yeah. I'm going to say that you no longer have your level of exhaustion. Cool. You've nursed off your hangovers. So <sighs> what's, what's your next protocol? Right. Well, do you reckon, I say to the, to the party, so the bartender was talking about strangulations, strangulations, mm. excuse me. He was saying that the, there had been rumors of that happening in some of the other districts in town. Do you reckon that's related? I don't know. It doesn't feel related to me. I've got to be honest with you. Doodoo nods slowly. Doesn't feel related at all, no. I would say I agree with you. Yeah. Zin Willin. Zin Willin shakes her head slowly. I don't know if I'd be so easy to... to um. To dis- dismiss, to dismiss this, yes. Well, maybe it's worthwhile chatting to the guard then. Mm, We're in pretty good relations with them, you know? You know that probably when the... You've not met Lady Anel, but you probably have met and know um, a Ned, yeah. a, uh, a male halfling. He, he's kind of in charge of the town guard. Well, we could go chat to him. I don't know, just get a feel for the strangulations. I, I guess you're right, Zim, we shouldn't discount anything. Mm, mm. Uh, is there like a sort of like a guard house or like a like a main sort of guard's headquarters we could go to? Yes, you do know, you've you've probably been actually to the guard house here. Cool. You know, it's a, a grand half-timbered building decorated with stained glass windows. It contains like a large hole that has many cells within it. Cool. It's kind of like a big... Uh, a big. I don't know how to describe it without talking about Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> but it's like a big building where it's. Imagine like an open plan jail. <laughs> yeah, I kind of know what you mean. Yeah, I sort of. I, yeah, where I there are a it. bunch of yeah freestanding jail cells. Yeah. where people are cool. hooked into. You know, you can find him there. All right, well, well, we'll make our way toward that then. That would be kind of in the city center. You'd be going mm-hmm. through the interior set of walls. Cool. As you do so, you walking about, you get a lot of people who are like, Hail the Mage Bane! Hail Grace's Companions! Look, the- look, it's the Light of the King! <laughs> I give them a good wave every time we pass them. You know, if people stop to talk to us, I'll talk back, you know, but it- always heading f- sort of onward. A 20-minute walk takes you 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. eventually you do get there. It's The building is just as beautiful as the day that you came here while you were facing the Necro Wizard. Yeah, cool. Inside, well, you're just allowed inside, yeah. past several sets of armed gates, just by people who already knew you, until you get to kind of in the center of... The, the building's kind of like a madhouse with mm. people raving and yelling and a cacophonous, like, ringing of metal on metal of different, well, metal hitting yeah, metal. Yeah, cool, cool. And all the different people either protesting their innocence or hurling awful insults at the guards. Yeah. You do, however, even through the criminals here, you do, however, cut a swathe as no one wants to interrupt you. As you approach... Kind of in the center, the desk where you uh, where you see an uh, undead. Mm-hmm. He looks up at you. Sorry, you seem pretty busy, undead. It's always busy around here. <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right, undead. <laughs> yeah. Um. How can I help you, Sir Grace? Ah, of course, Grace's companions. Yeah. Yeah, that's us. Um. You I can s- see as he tilts up. You can see that his throat has been like not. Not recently slit, but, but was in once, the past slit. Was once slit ear to ear. Gosh, I'm sure this is something I recognized the first time we oh, came Oh, yeah, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, is there like a place for all four of us to sit down? Yeah, you, you, he, he gets people to draw some seats cool. for you. I don't know if it's much, um, and uh, but I, I, we were going to leave, but we sort of found ourselves in, I don't know, maybe the middle of something. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just part of the everyday life in the city, but... um. 
We were spending the night in the Axe of Lightning, and we woke up to uh, well, a scream. Well, a woman had encountered a, well, a body, I guess. It seemed like they'd been torn apart by some kind of creature. Now, we spoke to the tavern keeper, and he said that, uh, that there'd been some strangulations in the city, but that it might have been rumor. And we just thought, I don't know, look, we might be staying here a little bit longer now to investigate. I thought, well... You know, we might as well ask you if you'd have, you've ever encountered anything like this. There's been a few strangulations, yes. Sure. What what exactly happened to the body? Well, it seems like the body was leaving, uh, like leaving a, a sort of storage shed. Yeah. And as they came back, they encountered somebody else, a, a third party. You know, the 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 dead body, the scullery maid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Encountered a third party, and I look back down at my notebook with rats written in it, lots of s- small animals, and they. Well, Do you mention the small animals? Yeah, probably like lots, lots of small animals, possibly rats of some kind, maybe enchanted. I don't know. And they tore to shreds this this person. Up, I don't know if you know him. No, I don't know him. It's a big town. Oh yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I'm. I don't know if, if there've been a lot of murders in the city. They could be related. So we thought we'd come and ask. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought this to me. Oh, of course. Yeah. So. They've been, you're right, there have been a string of strangulations. Mm-hmm. We don't know if they're connected or not. The MO changes a couple times. What's it at the moment? Well, right now, we've had a couple where the person's been strangulated and we find redness, redness around their their uh, orifices, around their nose, ears, mouth. Redness? Yes. Right now, we're operating on the idea then maybe they were poisoned. There okay. doesn't appear to be much evidence of a struggle in the strangulation. So we think that maybe whoever's doing this is poisoning them yeah. first. But we don't get it every time. Sometimes there's redness, sometimes there's not. So we think, oh, and sometimes there's more or less of a struggle. Yeah, okay. So we're thinking maybe maybe it's a couple different killers, copycats, if you will. I coined the term. <laughs> wow. I do cats copy each other all the time. <laughs> so I named it after. <laughs> all right. Time to write and dead coined copycats. <laughs> oh, mercy, mercy me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, that's yeah. interesting, but it doesn't really sound like what we're investigating. No, but you did say you saw small animal tracks. Yeah, possibly rats. Yeah. We have found that at some of the scenes of the crime, at some of the strangulations, not all of them, some of them we found little rodent tracks. And at a couple, my officers have been attacked by rats. Right. You got a uh, city rat. I don't know if this is something every city has. You got a rat catcher? We have a couple. Okay. Could you give me their addresses? Sure. He gives you the addresses of two people. One lives in North Market, mm-hmm. which is northeast of the, oh, sorry, northwestern part of the town. And he gives you Southgate Market, okay. which is basically southwest. It's They're kind of mirrored, hence how the names are kind of mirrored. In fact, the two rat catchers, the names of their businesses are North and <laughs> South Rat Catchers. <laughs> This might seem like a stupid question, but did they get a lot of work? It seems stupid to ask if this is a particularly rat-infested city because I've never been in a city that's not. But is this abnormal? Uh, the aggression in the rats is abnormal, certainly. Yeah, yeah okay. I've never seen, you know, they're just rats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. If it were dire rats, I could almost understand. Absolutely, rats are just rats. No, you're right, you're right. Okay, um... Thanks. Let me see if there's anything else I wanted to ask about. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, that'll do us for now. Thanks, Andad. No, oh, thank you. And do I assume then you're opening an investigation into this? I suppose so, yeah. Good. Glad someone useful's on the case. <laughs> I give him a little salute. But, you know, an impartial salute. Like, there's not yeah. heaps of... No, it's not like a respectful one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a single... Yeah, yeah like yeah, a single yeah. finger. He's not nobility. Yeah, well... All right, well, yeah. You head on? Yeah, we'll head on. Well, uh, when we're outside the guardhouse, I'll be mm-hmm. like, so what do you reckon? What, what, what do we know that could do something like this? I, I mean, 
awakened rats? That, that seems ridiculous, doesn't it? Um, somebody awakens some rats. Somebody makes those rats attack people. Zinvalin says, could be a, a druid. You know of druids, so yeah. Grace. They're kind of a rarity. Yeah. And you've never... Well, actually, you might need to roll... You've never met a druid yourself. Yeah. And, yeah, you don't know anything further. You've just never met a druid, so you don't really okay. know. But you are aware of the concept of druids. Okay. Druid mad at the city for some reason? Potentially. Yeah. It's not outside the realm of reason. Richard Ware uh, turns around and says, I I fought a druid once. Yeah? Do I believe him? <laughs> No, as he begins to describe the druid, you think he means a, a goblin. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. You think he thinks druids are goblins? Dick. Mm. Dicky. Are you thinking of a goblin? Mm, maybe. <laughs> he says. I think you're thinking of a goblin. Thudu nods and says, I think you're thinking of a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I mean, I don't, but I can't. It's an uh, well, easy the way you described the goblin, there was some natural magic. Oh, okay, to it. yeah. No, you could fair. understand. It was probably like a g- goblin shaman, yeah, but maybe, it wasn't a druid. Maybe Uncle Dick was like, oh, you know, maybe Dickie was like, it's related to animals, and that is druid. Yeah, could be a druid, but yeah, we don't, we're not going to know a Zimbalin lot. says, actually, yeah. it might not be too far off. It could be a goblin shaman as well. Goblins tend to work with, well, dire rats, mm. obviously, not rat rats, but it's related. It this, doesn't fit perfectly, though. This might seem like a stupid question because we're very thorough, mm. and I don't think this is the case. This could be the Necro Wizard coming back in some capacity, could it? Who do you ask? This is the, the party, group? yeah. I mean, like, we took care of that pretty thoroughly. You look at Zinmalin, Zinmalin looks at Thudu, all of you look at Richard Ware, and you all in unison say, nah, 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 nah. That, yeah, that, that's, nah. Nah, we took care of that. That's silly, that's silly. Well, I, for some reason, the bartender said it'd be worthwhile chatting to, and, and, Anel, the, um, Inel, Inel, sorry, Lady Inel. So ma- maybe we do that. I mean, it's interesting t- for the nobility to have any kind of idea on the i don't know like on strangulations or, or murders in the town it seems like something that they would be kind of either above or just not privy to maybe i'll go chat to them um and you guys maybe go speak to Erp's sister yes yeah see if, right. she, see if she's she's got any more information see if Erp had any any enemies i can't imagine he would have but maybe that's worthwhile and i'll go chat to lady and you head to she has a, a large basically manor mm. in the town. It's in the nobles' village, which is where the rich people live. There's a, a beautiful lake with uh, trees scattered all around it. It's like a park, basically, within the city. As you approach, you see that there is a an obelisk, a rune-carved obelisk sitting kind of in the middle of the park. It glows with a faint magical light. I'd like to like stop and give it a, an inspect. It doesn't have any... Uh, the magical runes relate to the, the light that it's giving off, but they don't seem to be like actual speech. It's just sure. kind of a spell carved upon Does it. Does it seem like maybe this is just like a spell cast on this obelisk to just cast light? Yeah, it just seems like a pretty feature. Cool. I like run my finger along it. Huh. Behind right. you, you hear a, a pretty... T- you would describe this voice as a pretty tinkle. Mm. Like glass clattering together yeah. gently. Uh, so turn Grace? around. Uh, yeah, um, Lady Anel. Yes, she approaches you. She is gorgeous. She's like the figure of nobility. <sighs> you know that she is a distant relative of the king, like a second or third cousin, basically. But nonetheless, royalty. She moves with an easy, calm demeanor that kind of indicates that you can tell that she probably is very graceful yeah sure she if she wanted to be she if she wanted to she could perform backflips yeah. and front flips <laughs> and whatnot i immediately feel like a big ham in armor <laughs> she has deep red hair and amber eyes you can tell that beneath the really well ostentatious clothing she's wearing armors which is unusual as she approaches you she slows down. She was moving, almost gliding towards you with speed. But when she gets closer, she slows down. 
Uh, Sir Grace, yes? Um, don't worry, it's, it's not... The wizard's not back, because there's nothing too bad. Um, uh, sorry, where was I? Hi. Um, we are investigating, me and my party who aren't here right now, we're investigating a uh, murder. We thought we'd stay a little bit longer and, and maybe jump on the case. You know, mm. it's adventure to be found everywhere. Um, where I describe the sort of body we found, and then I say, well, and the, the barkeep was saying that uh, there'd been strangulations in the city and maybe you'd know something about it. And I just thought maybe I'd come this way, but perhaps I'm intruding. No, I'm glad you came actually. Okay. I I wanted to talk to you about this specifically. Right. It is both ill but good omen that this has happened this morning. I I feared to bring this up because it's a personal matter and I wanted to put the good of the town ahead of the good of my own personal family. Okay. But I, I want you to know that I wanted to tell you this from the moment that you set foot in this village, but obviously you had bigger concerns. There was a necro wizard, sure. Yes. I, my, my half-brother, Gary, yes. Gary, the, Gary the Lame, as uh-huh. he is referred to, or uh-huh. was referred to, sure. is one of the victims of this, this murderer. Sh- 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 yeah, of, of course. Where- he was killed right here in the nobles' village. I assume you've got pretty good security here as well, so that's sort of a shock, yeah? Apparently no one saw anything. Mm. He was, as we un- as I understand it, he was thieving from another house when it happened. Your brother was? Or he had just come out of another house when it happened. Forgive me for asking, but why would he need to? He's... Do you just love to I would steal? suppose the black sheep of my family. Okay, for sure. He, um... My father, when before he died, he wrote my he wrote my half brother out of his will, considering him a bastard, oh. and and gave him no lands, nor titles, nor money to his name. I I love my half brother. Sure, we grew up together, and he is he was as important to me as my own heart is. And when he when he was found, it was like. A very dagger upon my heart. Of course. I'd like to take her hands in mine. Nothing is more important than family. I understand. So, uh, how long ago did this happen? She moves into your, like, Mm. embrace very familiarly. (sighs) Oh, boy. (laughs) And she says, it was about a month ago. Okay. There um, There was a spate of them around then. A large spate uh, here in the nobles' village and around Castle Pier. Castle okay. Pier is there are three sets of docks. Yep. So the first set of docks up in the north is called Kelsey Dock. Mm-hmm. Then it gets split by you know how the city is in two layers. Yeah. So those two layers kind of extend out into the water. Well, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so there's Castle Pier, which is the piers that are service basically the nobles' village and mm. the Grand Market, the three places that are in the center of the city. And then the southern one is called Dry Rust Docks. Okay. So yeah, Castle Pier is basically the docks nearest here. There, there was a spate around here and and Castle Pier of murders about a month ago, maybe three in total. Then they started radiating out into the around the city. If, unfortunately, the guard captain does not believe they are all related. They believe they are, what did he call them, copycats? <laughs> yeah, he said when a cat copies another cat, which is a phenomenon I don't know if I've ever seen, but that's yeah. fine. Yes. Um, it, so you're saying that the first one, the, the first strangulation... The be- first three were here. Were here, okay. I believe, though, that they are related because, and this is something that not many people know because I hid my brother's body as soon as it was found, as soon as I could. Your secret is safe with me. But my brother, he, I've, I heard what happened. Mm. I've been keeping a close, a close eye on murders that have happened sure. yeah, around the I city since, since my brother. And from what I understand, your murder and my brother's one were very similar. His head, well, he was unrecognizable, but there were definite strangulation marks around his neck. Yeah, I make a note to check our body for strangulation marks. 
Hey, I understand. Look, knowing what happened to the body we found, I can't imagine what it was like to find your brother in that state. I'm so sorry. If it would help as well, you and only you, I would permit no one else... Understand. ...may inspect my brother's corpse. I appreciate that. I have had a cleric cast preserve body upon it, and it is as as it was when it was found. Lady Anel, I promise you, a lot of people will look at me and, and my companions and see us as the sort that will only slay the big dragon or, or fight the giants, but something like this, something other parties might consider, uh, you know, s- sort of a, a sidestep on, on, a, on another adventure has just the same amount of importance to me. I will stop at nothing until we find who is to blame. Thank you. I beseech you, please, brave knight, help me. You have my word. Let's go check out that corpse. All right. <laughs> You're, uh, I don't say that. <laughs> lead the way to your brother. Yeah. Let me peep that body. <laughs> Let's have a looky-loo. Can I have a little, ooh, a little squizzarilla? She leads you into her manor, her mm-hmm. estate, and into below it there are catacombs, and you can see that there are a great many... Oh, no, actually, there'd be very few. Very few bodies are buried here. Mm. Maybe maybe her mother and father, a a few, like, very young siblings who probably died in childbirth yeah, or something sure. like that. And then laid out on a slab is her brother's body. You can see that there's a white light about it, which is the preserve corpse spell, basically. Okay. Still in effect. I'd like to turn to Lady Anel. You don't have to be here for this. I would like to be in the room, but I will not watch. That's totally fine. She turns around, but remains in the crypts with you. All right. So we'll split the body into quotation marks, head, Mm -hmm. neck, arms, torso, legs. And he is wearing clothes. So if you want to check pockets as well, clothes will add as another thing. Basically, no worries. All right. Let me just, let me just get this down in my journal for, for when need be. Okay. Um, Let's begin with the, the remains of the head. All right. Ooh, I get a bad boy card. Oh, that's a shame. It's a soup. There's not a lot here. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll like, make the requisite. Even though the moment I look at it, I'm like, mm. I'm getting nothing from this. I will still take the time to at least pretend like I'm inspecting it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that it looks like I'm not just skipping it. Uh, then after that, I guess I'll move on to the arms. Oh, get a good boy card. Oh! I like I, like, sort of... Gently and respectfully lift them up, inspect every kind of part of them that I can. You find that beneath his fingers, there are... No, his beneath his nails. Fingernails, sorry, yeah. yeah. fingernails. Beneath his fingernails are flesh. It looks oh. like he struggled with his attacker. Okay. He definitely got a bit of the attacker's flesh. You can also, when you peel the flesh out, you can... It smells awful. It <laughs> smells like death <laughs> itself. You can tell that this flesh... <sighs> is the flesh of a long-rotting corpse. But it should have also been under the effects of the preserve body spell. So this was corpse flesh when the attacker struck. Okay. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Cool. I, like, kind of swallow, you know, because it's massively unpleasant, but try not to show it and I'll move on to the torso. The torso shows no real signs of damage except mm-hmm. for one claw mark upon the chest. Whatever made it was not human, not in any way. And you you can't detect if it was a spell, but whatever hit him was either magical or bestial in nature. Is there the same way. sort of ice? Like you said, there was yes, the there's one? icing on this claw mark. Icing, like on a cake. Yeah. Um, cool. Cool. Now, like, run my finger again, kind of respectfully on it. Is is it still cold? Is the preserve life spell kept? It back? would keep it cold. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um. I guess let's move down to the legs. His boots are very clean, but you would probably expect He's that from. Sure. Yeah. And they you, might have cleaned his boots in the interim. Potentially. Yeah. Other than that, nothing interesting. Okay. Uh. And then let's finally check his clothes. Oh, I get another bad boy card. Oh, that sucks. In his clothes, you turn out a silver disc. It's mm. like a coin, but much bigger. On it, has a. it's got like a, dra- a rearing dragon facade on it, but you okay. don't recognize it. Mm. I'll put it back in. 
Okay. That's fine. Um, hmm. Well, I, I stand up and move over to Lady Anel. Maybe I put my hand gently on her back. The damage done to this body is very similar to the damage done to ours. It's immensely similar. Um, thank you so much for permitting me to have a look at this body. Would it be all right? I, I know you said that you would only want me to, but I have companions that have skills that, surprisingly, I don't. A, a wizard uh, by the name of Zin, Zin. She she is incredibly skilled, and she might be able to pick up things I didn't. She looks at you, and she says, do you trust them completely? Yes. Yes, I do. We've been through many battles together. Very well, then. Thank but you. only this person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think then my next port of call might be the docks. All right. Castle Pier? Yeah. I'd like to bid farewell to the fine lady. All Maybe right. I get down on one knee and kiss her hand. She blushes when you do that. So we meet again, Lady Anel. I'll be counting the moments. Oh, oh my gosh. So much romance. All right. You head down to Castle Pier. Mm-hmm. On your way there... When you get to, there's like a crossroads at Castle Pier. Yeah. And at the crossroads, you can see a giant stone and brick and wooden building. You can tell as well that it's under construction, or it's like finishing construction. Yeah. You can see the part of the wall is still incomplete and the building inside is incomplete. On a big sign out the front of this building says the Gnomish Merchant Trading Company. Oh, Okay. Uh, is this like something I've never really seen before or heard of before? Mm. No, you're aware of the Nomish Mer- It's the state-run yeah, merchant okay. trading company. There are uh, Candor and the gnomes have a pretty friendly relationship. Sure. So maybe, maybe you enjoy a uh, a healthy <laughs> every now and then gnomeberry spirit. Yeah, of some yeah, sort. absolutely for sure. You've definitely enjoyed products either made by or traded from the Gnomish Merchant Trading Company. Maybe I see, are there people still working on it? Yeah, there are, there are workmen all about. None of them are gnomes, though. They all look like locals. Is there anybody taking a break that I think I wouldn't annoy if I asked them some questions? Uh, as you approach, it looks like all of them are about to take a break. Ah, oh, fantastic. <laughs> they want to come talk to you. I, like, rest against, like a, like, a post out the front and be like, GTC's made it all the way out here, has it? One of them... Uh, a uh, no, there wouldn't be any orcs. Mm-hmm. One of them, <laughs> oh, wowzers. Yeah. We'll say a dwarf mm. nods and says, "Aye, they have contracted us to help them build their new headquarters out here. Headquarters West, they call it. Headquarters West. Headquarters West. How quick? Do you, how, you 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 seem like you're basically done. Oh uh, yeah, nearly done. It's it's been a, a long haul, but we're we're nearly finished on this one. Fantastic. Last brick will go up next week. Oh, that's so exciting. Where when do the Maybe there's a dumb question. When do the gnomes come in? Oh, the gnomes are inside. It's just oh, like right. a skeleton of proof Of course. For now. Yeah, totally, totally. Well, good luck to you. No, um, good luck to you. Are we, am night. I like on the docks? Sorry? Am I on the docks or am I like on the way to the docks? You're very near to the docks. Well, maybe I'll ask them then. Um, You guys don't mind me stopping you working, do you? Maybe you'll maybe you enjoy it. <laughs> well... The dwarf looks around at all of the workmen yeah. and they all look like a little sheepish and the dwarf looks back and says, we would like to hear a story. <laughs> okay, well, that's not what I was offering. But <laughs> A story. Um, I once again tell them the Cinder story because it's an easy one for me to do. They are enraptured. Unlike the crowd back at the tavern, where maybe you were also yet like yelling a bit yeah, to yeah. make yourself heard, this group it's like quiet enough here that they can hear you a lot better, and you're not incredibly intoxicated. Yeah, yeah. So I you can do a tell really the story good... yeah. more clearly. Uh, well, fellas, now that I've told your story, could you do something for me? Of course, anything. What favor will Grace ask for, and will it be granted? Find out next time on Fall from Grace Part Two: The City. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows on the Sandspans Radio Network, just head to sandspansradio.com and consider joining the Sandspans Plus community. There's over 20 bonus shows, a Sandspans Plus Discord, exclusive video content, and discounts on merch. Just head to sandspansradio.com and follow the links. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.